Welcome to episode one of the Violet Minds podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Joseph. I uh, tried to launch this podcast a few days after I put out the trailer about three weeks ago. But as I was recording, it was trending towards like a four-hour podcast, so I bailed halfway through so I could tighten them up to like 20 to 40 minutes. So hopefully I can keep your attention long enough to get my point across. Um, First of all, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm 41 years old. I live in a large city in the Midwest. I have a wife and two kids and a dog. I work a fairly normal job in sales and have a shitload of hobbies for a very good reason. Um, I have antisocial personality disorder, as some call it, uh, sociopathy, with psychopathic traits as well as homicidal ideation. There are a couple reasons uh, for me doing this podcast. Um, Number one is to kind of stroke my own ego. I enjoy uh, listening to myself speak. And a distant second reason is to help people understand what it's all about from my perspective or from someone like me, Um, although we all have our own personalities and quirks like anyone else. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything, so you can truly see the thought process of someone lacking empathy or guilt. Hopefully, it will be somewhat educational and entertaining, but I can't make any promises. (laughs) But before we dive deep into my life, we're going to briefly talk about what ASPD or sociopathy and homicidal ideation are. We're not going to get into too many details in this episode. Um, We're going to reserve those for future episodes. So first off, um, just a real brief uh, description of what ASPD is. Um, It's defined as a personality disorder characterized by persistent, antisocial, irresponsible, or criminal behavior, often impulsive or aggressive, with disregard for any harm or distress caused to other people, and and an inability to maintain long-term social and personal relationships. This is the diagnosis you would get in a professional setting and what would you find um, like in the DSM-5, which is the Diagnostic and Statistics Manual, um, the fifth edition, which is basically like the Bible of mental health um, and personality disorders. Um, As I said, it's also called sociopathy and I'm going to refer to it as sociopathy because it's a fuck of a lot easier to say than antisocial personality disorder or saying ASPD all the time. So when I refer to uh, so when I say sociopathy, I'm referring to antisocial personality disorder. Um, psychopathy is basically like a ramped up version of sociopathy, but it's heavy on the lack of emotions, empathy, um, extremely manipulative and narcissistic, um, and no conscience. Um, we'll get into the details of sociopathy and psychopathy on episode two, which will hopefully be coming out in a week or so. Um, from the release of this episode. Um, I also experience homicidal ideation, which is a common medical term for uh, homicidal fantasies or thoughts. There's a range of homicidal thoughts, which spans from vague ideas of revenge to detailed and fully formulated plans without the, uh, the act itself. Most people who have homicidal ideation do not actually commit homicide. They just really wish that they could without repercussions. Um, my homicidal ideation personally can come in the form of like a really quick thought, um, a daydream that can last up to a few minutes or even, uh, kind of like a full fledged fantasy that, uh, is very detailed, um, from the planning side of things all the way to the execution, pun intended. And it can last for a while without any outside distractions, um, sometimes up to, uh, 10 minutes or more at a time. Um, once again, I'll talk more about this on uh, an upcoming podcast as well. It'll most likely be uh, episode three um, after we do the uh, description of psychopathy and sociopathy. 
Um, but as I said, I live a, a fairly normal life uh, with a few exceptions. Um, I knew I was different at an early age, mostly because of the homicidal ideation. Um, as far back as I can remember, I've never felt emotional empathy or felt guilty for any of the actions or problems I caused. Um, prior to 15 years old, I had impulsive violence. And after 15, I did more manipulation and kind of enjoyed fucking with people's head opposed to uh, bashing it in. And as a young kid, I fit into the dark triad, which is not exactly proven to be a real connection with psychopathy, but some that study the field feel there is a connection. Um, the dark triad includes bedwetting, fire starting, and animal abuse. And I'll go more in, uh, into more details on the dark triad and my personal experience um, with those in episode two when we dive deeper into sociopathy and psychopathy. Um, one, of the uh, one of the defining moments I'd say in my life was when I was transitioning from my junior high to high school. Um, I was kind of a loner um, prior to high school and had no interest in hanging out with anyone, um, mostly because of my, my interests and my thoughts didn't line up with the other kids um, from the music I listened to all the way to the way I dressed. Um, when I was around 15 though, my, uh, my sister told me I should start being social and hanging out with friends and going to parties and shit or else everyone was going to think that I was weird. So because of that, um, I learned to fit into all the social circles in our school from the athletes to the gearheads, stoners, uh, the band geeks, church youth groups, etc. Um, I learned to be whoever I needed to be to fit into that group. If I was with the athletes, I would be an athlete. If I was with the stoners, I would be a stoner, which was probably the more entertaining group of the two by far. But it was, uh, but if it was time to talk about God, well, then we were talking about God. My goal was to make you comfortable around me and trust me no matter what. Um, I learned to manipulate people for my personal gain and learned how to uh, control situations. And if I wasn't able to control the situation, I wouldn't be a part of it. Um, I was able to hide a lot of my crime because of the, uh, the mask or facade I created. Um, I came across as a very respectful, church-going, polite kid uh, that wouldn't be capable of committing crimes or acts of violence. Um, I probably committed no less than, I'd say, 100 felonies from high school to my early 20s. Um, I would, some of the things I've done were like steal vehicles, um, some vehicles and small things, the drinking, Drugs, vandalism, breaking and entering. Um, I would fuck with the cops, which I'll have more stories on all of this stuff, and the list goes on. Um, I have a fuckload of stories to share on future episodes, so the, the, probably some of the crimes and the stuff that I did are going to be dedicated to just a single episode um, in the future as well. So, um, anyhow, my uh, senior year, I won Homecoming King. Um, because of my ability to fit into all of the social circles. I wasn't the most popular kid in school, but I was, you know, I, I, everyone knew me and everyone liked me from all the groups, so um, I got the most votes. Um, and I was one of the first uh, non-football players in the last 50 years to win Homecoming King. And when I received the crown, and uh, I, I was stoned and drunk, um, so I did it in style. Um, my parents have been married for roughly 40 years, um, both were business owners, and I worked for my father off and on from elementary into my late 20s. Um, I had a somewhat normal childhood with exceptions once again, and uh, we will get into more details of this on a future uh, episode as well. Um, 
One of the biggest problems with people like me is boredom and uh, we need above average stimulation to kind of keep us content. Um, I've learned to fill up my free time with hobbies and activities to keep me entertained and lessen the urge to act on impulsions. Um, some of the things I do to kind of keep myself balanced, if you will, are uh, exercise, weightlifting. Um, I do martial arts like uh, Taekwondo, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Judo, boxing um, from two different training centers and then kind of privately taking boxing lessons. Um, I do music, uh, create music. I sing in a band. Um, this podcast uh, is another outlet for me. And then, uh, <laughs> which I don't do nearly as much as I used to, but uh, alcohol and marijuana used to be big staples uh, for me uh, to kind of keep me balanced or just keep me fucked up enough to not go out and do anything stupid. Um, but I did a lot of that before I guess I could afford um, these other legal stimulants, if you will. Um, and another way I also try to keep myself uh, balanced is uh, I go to therapy. And it's not to try to change my personality by any means, but it's to help me gain total control of my anger and my rage. Um, if I lose control of my anger and it turns into rage, I generally destroy people or things because in that moment I almost lose control. Uh, I, I lose control of myself. I crave total control of every situation and I want to achieve and, and I want to achieve total control of that as well. Um, my therapist may cringe if he hears me say this, but I want to be able to use my anger or rage as a tool if need be instead of uh, um, flipping out in front of people. My first therapist and I didn't get along uh, because he thought he could change my personality. Uh, my last three sessions of that therapist, I just stared at him and made him feel uncomfortable. Um, it was kind of fun, but not worth the money I was spending. So I decided to seek out a different therapist. Once again, I wasn't looking for anyone to change me. I was looking for them to help me, you know, use my anger, my rage, control it. Because that's what I crave is total control. So I was looking for someone that could help me control my, my anger um, so it doesn't turn into rage. And if I wanted to turn it on and use it as a tool, then I have that option. But... Uh, this, the second therapist um, took that information I gave him and uh, he's, at, he's doing exactly what I asked him to and he's helped me out quite a bit on how to feel, you know, how to feel it coming on and, and stuff like that. And he's kind of helped shape a lot of things for me. Um, and I can tell him some pretty dark shit without him flinching. So uh, he's, he, he's perfect uh, for me. He's a good, good guy and I really enjoy actually talking to him. Um, that's about it for this uh, first episode. Um, I wanted to keep this one short since it's just an, just an introduction. Um, like I said, in about a week to seven days, a week to seven days, a week to 10 days, Jesus Christ, I'll be putting out uh, episode two and that one's gonna be strictly on uh, sociopathy and psychopathy and kind of the definitions, details, all that good stuff and, and uh, um, how it relates to me. So anyhow, thanks for uh, listening to the first episode of the Violent Minds Podcast and be sure to subscribe to hear future episodes which are available right now on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public as of now. Thanks again. I'm out.